Talking Good Company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. Hey guys, it's Lisa and thank you for joining me on Keeping Good Company, the podcast. It's my turn to share my business story. So there's some of you who will be listening who might have followed my journey for a little bit or for a long time. And you might even be like me and be the mum of small kids and come across me because you were wanting to feed them well too. Uh, either way, if you do know who I am or don't know who I am, by the end of this podcast, I want you to get a really good sense of where I'm coming from when we talk on this podcast, because I think right now anyone can start a business online. You know, the playing field is open. The barriers to entry are really, really low. And so it's a pretty noisy space. Back in 2000 and at the end of 2012, I think it was, I decided to start a Facebook page and a blog. I had no computer knowledge, no tech knowledge, none of that. Uh, it was the ugliest thing that you've actually ever seen, but I just got started. I'd been on a bit of a journey with food for a little while, and after doing some study and having a little look around at what else was online when it came to eating whole foods and, and feeding families more from scratch, I wasn't really seeing anything that vibed with me completely. There were lots of amazing gurus out there. And I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to start sharing from exactly where I am right now. I'm not going to try and pretend that I know all of the answers. I'm just going to show up as me. And I think perhaps that might have been refreshing for people. Over the course of 2013 and half of 2014, I had moved to a brand new city. I had a two-year-old and she was only about four months when we first arrived in, in Brisbane. Um, my ended up being my middle child. And in 2013, um, I just, I kept showing up on this Facebook page and this blog. I was selling a kitchen appliance at the time. I was going into people's houses and selling them a Thermomix. And if you're American, you've probably got no idea what I'm talking about. But it's just a very expensive kitchen appliance, but it makes cooking from scratch easy. So I was doing this because I had no friends in this city. Um, I did not know what I wanted to do. My background is in um, media. So I had I worked for a, a production company, so I had um, created TV, um, done a lot of video production and uh, journalism. Before that, I'd worked in events. Before that, I was, university gave me a scholarship to complete my PhD in international relations. I had my honours degree. I had a double degree. I'd kind of nailed academia and then failed career. I didn't know what I was doing. I was going from pillar to post. So when I had kids, I just did something to bring in some money. Um, and we got pregnant with our third child. And when she was born, the eldest was still three. So it was ultimately three kids in four years. And it didn't leave much capacity for anything else, except selling this kitchen appliance and spending a lot of time on Facebook. So I 
ended up, after my third child was born, I knew I was going to have to go back to work at some point. I thought, this isn't going to last forever. She's going to turn one and then the pressure's going to be on. I've got to be thinking about what I can do when I go back to work. And I had no idea with my mixed up, you know, hodgepodge of a career that I'd had, what I was actually good at, what I wanted to do, how it was going to be flexible for our family, um, for me to, you know, go into the workforce. I was kind of dreading it a bit. And so I thought what I'd do is I'd try to, you know, create a product to sell from this blog. And so a friend of mine was over, very, very smart friend. She is my um, branding extraordinaire, has built all my websites and um, done my branding from the get-go. She was one of my very first friends in Brisbane, and I am so glad I met her. She actually told me that I should do um, Marie Folio's B-School back in 2013. I had no idea what it was, but I thought Liz was pretty cool. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to spend 2000 American dollars to learn how to create an online business. What? I can't believe I got Nick over the line on that, but I did. Anyway, it was a great community to be a part of, but I knew I needed a product. I knew I needed something to sell or else this thing was just going to live on as a passion project without income. So I decided to, I I was like, I'm going to create an ebook. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Oh, what do people want? And one night it was probably my first glass of wine after having my baby she was doing great job sleeping at night. Uh, she was probably about two months old or three months old, maybe. And Liz, Alyssa, um, my friend and um, branding expert, she's like, just do a challenge. I know, let's do a 21 day Whole Foods challenge. And this is in 2014. I was like, yes, let's do that. That sounds like an amazing idea. Okay. Uh, she said, give me a start date. And I said, oh, well, no, I'll just, I'll have to work it out. I'll have to just wait and see. And she's like, no, no, let, now let's announce it to your Facebook page that you've got this 21 day challenge. And I'll set up a form in, in MailChimp. I had no idea what she was doing. None. I had no concept of any of this. And so we just picked a day. It was three weeks away. And, um, I told everyone to jump on board for this 21 day whole foods challenge. I had 500 or more people sign up to that challenge and I had no idea what a challenge was. I mean, there was no Facebook advertising back then. It was just good times rolling. All these people were signed up and I had three little children and no plan. And what I decided to do was just break that challenge down into breakfast, lunches, dinners each week, and then snacks and desserts on the weekend. And I delivered an email with a video and often an expert interview attached with recipes and everything every day for 21 days. I ended up with conjunctivitis and really quite run down. It was a very intense thing to put myself through and I don't recommend it if you have three children, three and under. Um, But I did it. It was hugely successful. It gave me a massive amount of information about what people actually really wanted. I had zero expectations from this challenge, but from it, I created what became a program I launched 
eight times and put well over 3,000, three and a half thousand women through was small steps to whole foods. It was eight weeks. It was basically an extension of that 21 day challenge. And I had 500 people sign up to that first, very first launch. My email list was about 1400. I mean, it defied all, all odds that you know about these days. It was a completely different time. Organic reach on Facebook, amazing. You know, I didn't have to try to be in people's feeds. I just was in people's feeds. I was using video all the time when I think a lot of people weren't using video. And I was kind of this refreshing person on the scene. There weren't many other people doing e-courses at the time. So that launch changed the course of my life entirely because PayPal just kept going ping. I had beautiful friends that I had made in my um, journey just as a blogger, sharing things for me and helping me out. And I will never, ever forget their support. Um, because it, it was, it was, it it blew my mind. Uh, you know, there was definitely tears. (laughs) There was tears when the first two people bought something from me. I remember just running to my room and crying on the bed. I just said, Oh my God, Nick, it worked. Now, meanwhile, I was kind of, I had Liz helping me, but I was kind of winging this. I didn't actually have the course created. I knew what I wanted to do, but I was kind of creating it on the fly. I didn't have a membership site. I was literally sending people emails. It was an email-based course and I didn't charge too much. Um, but, you know, that first launch, I made $35,000 and suddenly I believed this was all possible. So that was really what kicked it all off. From there, you know, 2015 was a really, really crazy year. It was really crazy. I learned things. I had no idea about email list building or, um, you know, I ended up rebranding and creating a membership site, learning all about the ins and outs of that. I worked out very quickly. I needed to outsource and found someone who was just a brilliant jack of all trades Um, to help me. I started doing live webinars. It was all so new and I was just going with the flow, but my private life was a a shambles. You know, I was, I was so energized by the work I was doing. It was so exciting to open my laptop after a day of having kids, uh, that, you know, I just work away at night, but I ended up, you know, not really talking to my husband uh, much. And we were kind of ships in the night. And, you know, my attention was just on work a lot of the time. And um, I had two days of care for my older kids, but my youngest daughter was with me most of that year. And I would work in her nap times and I would work when they were asleep at night, seven o'clock bedtime, highly recommended. And uh, and you know sometimes i'd get up early but it was it was chaotic it was overwhelming i was i felt overwhelmed most of the time and i just thought that this was my new normal until it got to the end of the year and i just thought i have to do things a little bit differently i don't want to bust up my marriage over this it's too exciting i need to find a way to make this work and not be a hot mess all the time and so 
2016 was really about consolidation for me. I um, created different products. So I had multiple streams of income coming into my business and that really made a difference. Um, I, I never, I, you know, it's taken me a long time to learn particular lessons. I didn't do many courses teaching me how to do things. I was very much guided by my intuition and what felt exciting and fun for me. That's really been my barometer the whole time in my business. Things kept growing and I kept growing. I think thing that surprised me the most is um, the personal growth that has occurred as a result of having my own business. You know, I remember the day I got my first professional photos done. Oh my God. I woke up. I just had a, I was so angry about everything. I was all the tears. I wrote two pages worth of writing of what I'm angry at. just beside myself with nerves and I look back at it now and it was just busting through upper limits of what I thought was possible for me you know I had a camera you know a photographer coming to my house I had hair and makeup coming to my house I'm like I'm just a mum with a messy house most of the time like what is going on I'm not like can I really be doing this? And if I really go pro, does that mean I'll miss like all of the beautiful women who've supported me? They'll just think I've sold out and I'm trying too hard. Oh my gosh, I have experienced all the feels. And I, you know, the lessons just continue and continue and continue on this journey. But I guess along the lines I've started to make sense of how this whole um, selling online products works. I have never wavered from my original aim of keeping it real online for women. And from that genuine place, so many things can be born. And because really this business is a reflection of my life And that might be the case for so many of you that you are sharing um, your particular journey or your particular skills. Still not sure what my particular skills are, but I have started to honor the notion that I have a particular way of sharing things that resonates with people. And if I stay true to that and true to myself, then I can only feel good about what I'm producing. And if I know that my focus is on quality experiences for people who come into contact with smallstepsliving.com or Lisa Cordoff, then I'm going to be feeling pretty good about where I'm at. But I also needed to make this work for me. I put so much effort into my community, into showing up, into being on all the time that I started to feel like I just, I I felt like I couldn't close the curtains. And it was a really big lesson for me um, to work out that it's okay to retreat and that there are ways in which you can do it. And in fact, a successful business and being a successful CEO, you need to be able to have those moments away. And that's been a really big lesson. And I am honestly still truly learning that lesson, letting go is tough. 
But finding the right support and people who are amazing at what they do can elevate your business in huge ways. I will absolutely, without doubt, be sharing my experiences and, um, you know, really like learning on the fly with creating a team. You know, this is a, a work in progress and a really big reason why I chose to work with um, my mentor, James Wedmore, who you'll be hearing on the podcast, um, because of the way that he treats his team, has built a team. His team is the foundation of his business and people just love working at Team Wedmore. That's a really, really big goal of mine. And if I am always overwhelmed and if I'm always chaotic, then it's not going to be a very fun place for people to work. So a big part of 2017 has been working with my amazing right-hand lady, Mel, on creating systems and um, processes for us to work in which I'm not making her life a living hell by giving her things at the last minute and coming up with ideas and just wanting to action them straight away. She is really good for me and um, is excellent at what she does. She's transformed the way that I run my business. And um, I look forward to many years of working with her um, and, and continuing to grow things. But 2017, I did take the leap of joining a mastermind again in the US. I did join one back in 2015. And um, that was that was kind of crazy, but exciting nonetheless. But 2016, I wanted to pull back. I wanted to make sure that my business and my life were sustainable before I powered on ahead. And I loved that 2016 year of consolidation. Things calmed down. I got honest about what I actually really needed to keep going forward. And 2017 has has been a year of what I wanted was a year of expansion. And it, if that was growth in the business, awesome. But I wanted to feel like I was expansive and seeking new ideas, new ways of being, um, you know, letting go of the old and, and really embracing, I guess, all that is possible. Um, and so I jumped into a, a, a mastermind with James, his inner circle mastermind based in the U S and by the end of this year, I will have been to the U S four times, um, which seems crazy with a very young family. And it certainly hasn't been an easy thing to do. Um, and you know, I've got an amazing husband, which makes all the difference, but, uh, we, you know, it, it has definitely been an expansive year. Carly and I have been mates for a long time and we decided to create our own mastermind because we felt like there was really something missing here in Australia for women at a particular level of business. And um, we just, that has been the most awesome experience and the breakthroughs that those chicks have been having is just amazing to see what's possible when you get together in a meaningful place. So so excited about all that's possible for my business. You know, I am add, I'm going to be adding, you know, physical products. Um, I would love to write a book. I am your serial creator. I cannot stop. I think of ideas for my members all the time. So small steps living the business is, um, it's a, well, there's a website and it has a blog. It has its own podcast. 
Um, I am busily creating a, um, a TV channel program kind of thing series over there. My absolute passion is creating video and storytelling, um, via video. So, uh, and then that leads into, I launch my, my small steps living membership twice a year. I have a program called small steps back to you, which helps women who kind of lost, they've kind of lost themselves along this path of motherhood. And it's really simple, um, exercises, but they take you to very different places. If you really commit to doing them, um, to just kind of bust back to who they are and work out what they want for themselves in this life. So, uh, there's that, there's the easy kitchen reset, which is a program that really like, it's like, I can't make it simpler for people to get started eating whole foods. Um, there's a stack of recipes on my blog. Um, there's small steps to fermenting a program that I created with my husband, Nick, and lots of cool, fun stuff. There's lots of stuff that is my that is like growing that business, um, seeing people create lifestyle changes that stick is like crack. It is something that once you've had it once, you just want it more and more and you just want to do it, you know, bigger and better and reach more people and, and help people. So there's lots going on, um, over at small steps living and lots and lots of plans. Um, and, you know, sometimes I do just need to keep a lid on it and follow through with what I've already created instead of just keeping creating new stuff. And then there's a new website, lisacorduff.com, which is going to be a place that houses all of this stuff. Um, you know, the podcast, Carly's and my mastermind, where we'll do a call out once a year for new members. Um, and that's for a very, very small number of people. And then, um, my membership, I, what I want to do is, is create a space for, for, um, entrepreneurs to talk about the things that I think are most important in creating a business. And it's going to be really practical, really hands-on, full of accountability and full of the keeping it real vibe that I have going on. Because look, I, I'm a part of a lot of free online Facebook groups, um, of course, they're online because they're Facebook groups, um, business Facebook groups. And, you know, it can get so boring and repetitive. And I'm really interested in moving through stuff and getting to new levels. And I want to, and I'm creating a space for, for other people to do the same thing. So the focus of that membership is absolutely going to be on um, marketing mindset and systems for business. So, um, and we'll be particularly focusing on um, online businesses because it's what I know. And I have so many amazing things planned for that membership um, because once again, uh, I just, I feel like I get contacted all the time from people who ask me questions about um, how I run my business, how I do certain things, um, you know, have the amazing Keeping Video Real program that you know, so many people have been put through and it has really changed the trajectory of their business when they have the confidence to just be seen and show up and, and connect with people because online is real life too. Like it's, there's real people on the other side of their Facebook page. And um, I think that's what I want to keep reminding people of. And I want to see as many people as possible um, 
achieve their version of success. And that looks different for everyone. And there's a lot of BS and a lot of this, you just have to do this and then you will get there. And I'm afraid to say it is just not like that. Because if there really was one silver bullet, we would all be doing it and everyone would be at the same levels of success. We are the, the, the most important investment in our business. Our own personal development is 100% the, the, the thing that's going to see us rise. And uh, I think that needs to be spoken about more and more and more. Um, it's definitely not just about following the formulas. They'll, they'll only get you so far. Um, so this space is going to be, the membership space is going to be a really dynamic one. Um, it's going to be very helpful and practical, but it's also going to push a few buttons and help people move through their stuff. So, um, lots of exciting things happening. That's sort of where I'm at right now. Uh, we've just recently moved back to our hometown on the back of my business. So my husband, you know, it sounds so cliche, my, you know, retire my husband, but, um, he really wasn't enjoying his job. Um, you know, was struggling a bit, um, with mental health. And we've been thinking for a long time that we, we wanted to come back to Melbourne. It's where all our family is. I've, we've raised the kids all on our own. Uh, so we've looked forward to coming back to being surrounded by family and friends that have known us for a long time. Um, but it always seemed really far away until we just decided that, you know, it's, there's never really a good time. There's never a super safe time to do these things. So we took the leap and we're so glad that we have, and we're busily creating our own life. Like we're designing a life that we want. And that's the thing that, you know, it really is true that if you, if you have the guts to create your own thing, if you feel there's a fire burning inside of you and you don't really even know what it is, it is probably that entrepreneurial fire. You have like, you can have your own passions. Awesome. But if you don't care about creating a business and marketing it, then you're going to really struggle. You know, that's, that's the whole point, having something to sell and selling it. And if you can't find ways that feel really authentic and, um, like even easy for you, then I would say get out of the game. It's uncomfortable to set prices. It's uncomfortable to show up and be vulnerable with something that you've created from your heart, but you got to bust through and you got to keep moving. And my motto has always been to take imperfect action, let go of the idea that things are going to be perfect and just fly anyway. And the women who joined Carly and I this year in our mastermind, a testament to that, you know, just take some action because you will always be surprised where it goes. And for me, the lessons in business have always been in the doing, not in the reading what other people are doing or completing courses about what other people have done, but in me showing up and trying new things and doing stuff. And, oh, I could just keep talking about this. Um, I'm going off on a whole tangent here and all I was wanting to do was giving you my story, but this is the thing. This is why we've created the podcast. There are so many things that I've learned that I want to share with you. And, you know, I just, Carly has been the most amazing person for me on my ride. Um, there's been a few very key people and she is absolutely 
one of them and we've become super close um, and we're not the same. So you'll hear her take on things can be very different to my take and her strengths very different to my strengths, but we both have similar philosophies on, I guess, the importance of um, busting through the things that are holding you back, knowing that none of us are doing this perfectly or have got it right. And if you're sitting there and you're feeling contained or you're feeling um, frightened and scared, just know everybody else does. Everybody is winging it. And here at Keeping Good Company, we're going to be discussing all the things around um, creating, growing and keeping good company. We're super excited. I'm really excited. I hope that this podcast has given you a bit more of a sense of who I am, um, what my businesses entail. And um, it is only this experience that I will be able to bring to you because, you know, my journey is only as far as today. And I can't wait to continue it because my life is better because I went on this journey of creating my own business and I know yours will be too. So thanks for listening. I am really looking forward to um, bringing you the interview with my mentor, James Wedmore, and us talking about the spiritual side of business. It's super awesome. I'll see you there. Thanks for sticking around. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company.